This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Jordan Harbinger here from The Jordan Harbinger Show. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode number 1002. I'm taking over today. Today we're talking about networking and relationship development. A lot of people don't want to do this because they feel like they look slimy or they feel kind of gross having to network or create relationships. They feel salesy and icky. And I totally understand that. That is what bad salesmen do to the rest of us when they make us feel that way because they are that way. Now, a good salesperson or a good relationship builder, really one and the same, they don't make us feel gross because they're doing it right. They're adding value to the other person, and that's kind of what we're gonna talk about here today. I'm not just gonna say add value because that's really nebulous, and I'm also not gonna say, well, just make sure that you're putting yourself out there. I like to give real practical advice. And first things first, Networking is not a secret club. You're not born into it. If you can marry into it, great, highly recommended. But for the rest of us, this is your job search army or your business development army if you're an entrepreneur. You can't do it on your own faster than you can with other people helping. And, and most people procrastinate. One, they feel icky, like I mentioned, but they also do things like, well, I've gotta have my website and then I'll learn this stuff. This is a problem. This is a foundational skill set. It's not an add-on, it's not a bonus skill set, it's not a to-do list item, it's not something you do later. You're not immune to the consequences here. If you don't get this stuff down, you are not immune to the consequences. You're just being willfully ignorant of the secret game being played around you. You have to dig the well before you're thirsty. In other words, you need to build relationships before you need them. Because if you're networking because you need a job or because your business isn't doing well or because you're launching a product, you're far too late. That's the problem. You need to put the spare tire in the trunk of your car before you get a flat. Uh, there's a lot of other proverbs I could spout here, but I think you all get the point. Now, networking for its own sake, it's all form and no substance. So look, it's not all about who we know, but it's also not all about what we do. It's about what we do with who we know, and who knows what we do. I hope that makes sense. I know it can sound a little bit like a self-help bumper sticker, and I hate those, but I want people to understand that this is a process of building real relationships with real people, and then later on, asking for what you want and need only after having delivered for those other people in the network. And this makes you a great friend to have, and people will love to help you in return. So here's a little thought exercise to see if you're networking enough or to see if maybe you need a little bit of the rust kicked off, so to speak. Now, imagine that you got laid off from your job today or that your business imploded and it suddenly became illegal to do whatever you're doing. So you're selling Tupperware on Amazon, who knows? Who are the 10 or 15 people that you would contact 
to solicit their advice on what to do next. Not to ask for money, not to crash on a couch. Who are the 10 or 15 people you would contact and ask for their advice on what to do next? Make that list. These are your weaker or dormant ties, but they're very important people because they're the first 10 or 15 people that you would reach out to in need. So make that list, reach out to them now, right now, when you don't have an agenda and when you don't need anything specifically. This gets rid of that whole, well, it's awkward to reach out to people. It's awkward when you have to do it because you need something. It's not awkward when you're agenda free and you can legitimately say, hey, college professor that I haven't talked to in a decade, I know that I haven't spoken to you, you totally don't remember me, but I just wanted to say thank you for this and I really appreciate your advice. You're very knowledgeable. I've been reading your articles on LinkedIn or Business Insider or whatever, the Alumni Journal. They're really, really good. You don't have to ask for anything. You're agenda free, congratulations, it's no longer awkward. This, like I said, kicks the rust off and it'll give you some momentum. It ends the cycle of procrastination. You know, people have 100 things to do, you know how to do 99 of them, it's just a matter of time, and then there's outreach. And you're like, oh, I don't really know what to do. So it ends up at the back of the list. Get this out of the way, kick off the rust and get some momentum going. Again, this is the one area of your life and business where you can't make up for lost time. By the time you need it, it is too late. Another habit that I really like to do every single day is every time when I'm in coffee line or when I'm waiting for something, or if you live in a big city and you take transit, you can do this on the, on the bus, on the train, open up your phone, scroll all the way to the bottom of the texting application, right? You know those people that you texted once two years ago to find out where lunch was and you never spoke with them since then? You wanna send those people a message. And the reason that we do this is because, again, those are weak or dormant or almost non-existent ties. And these are people you haven't spoken with in a million years, right? Because all the old ones are at the bottom. So when you go down to the bottom, you, you send these people a message that says something like, Hey, James, it was great hanging out with you a couple of years ago at that financial management conference. I guess I never followed up on that. That's my bad. I love an update when you get a chance. Signed, Jordan Harbinger. Now, there's a few things in that script that are important. The reason I sign my name is because what we don't want is new phone, who dis? Or worse, huh, who is this text from? Well, I don't know and I don't want to embarrass myself. So I'm just gonna ignore it because it's easier for me to pretend like I didn't get it than to say, hey, sorry, I didn't save your number, et cetera. So make sure you sign your name. The other thing we do is we mention, if we can, where we met them or the last time we saw them. Just in case they don't remember you, this is gonna help put a face to the name and make them much more likely to respond. And last but not least, you say, no rush on responding, I realize how busy everyone is. This is important. This is a little bit of uh, encoded here. The reason this is important is because when people hear from somebody they haven't heard from in a long time, what they're kind of thinking is, what do you want, right? And if we say, hey, I've got really, I really wanna to talk to you and catch up, what they're thinking, if they're as cynical and skeptical as me and get reached out to all the time, they're thinking, great, this person wants to sell me some stupid health vitamins or whatever, or some sort of marketing baloney thing, some sort of scheme, some sort of pyramid scheme, whatever it is. Because those people tend to build urgency. They reach out to everyone in their network and they say, hey, I've got a great opportunity for you. Hit me up when you get a chance. What we're doing here, it's called building urgency. What we're doing here is we're destroying urgency. Don't worry about getting back to me. I realize how everyone's so busy. Just looking forward to hearing from you. That actually increases our response rate because it really says, I don't have anything to sell you. I don't have an agenda here for this. I'm just trying to recontact old 
weak and dormant ties because, hey, it's been a long time and I haven't been good about this. That's totally legit. I also do something similar with my email. Uh, If I'm done sending texts for the day, I usually send about five each day. I'll reach out, I'll open up my email program and I'll type in a couple of letters and suggestions will drop down. And so I'll type in AD and I'll be like, Adam from this, Adam from that. Uh, Adonis from this other thing, who knows? Maybe I do know someone with that name. You don't know, you were skeptical, but you don't know that I don't know anyone with that name. Anyway, so I pick the name that I recognize, right? Because there's probably 17,000 Adams. They're all from different companies. They're people who emailed me 10 years ago. I pick the one that, oh yeah, that's right. This is my college roommate's buddy that I haven't talked to in years. I'll send an email with a very similar script, if you will, to that person just to regenerate the contact. This generates random opportunities And it's very, very, very useful. I don't get an opportunity or even a response from most of the people that I email or text. That's fine. What happens is, well, I do get a response from the majority of people that I do text. The email's 50-50, texting about 70-30. But I don't get an opportunity from each one of these. And that's fine. This is a numbers game in a lot of ways. So what I will say is, if you reach out five people a day, five days a week, you're looking at 25 people, you're looking at 100 people re-engaged just through texting alone each month. That's huge. And usually at the end of the month, I've got somebody asking me to come speak at their university alumni thing, their company, teach a class to their company, uh, come and do a show with them, do a stage appearance. There's all kinds of stuff that shakes out. Tons of people wanna collaborate. The reason that these opportunities come so quickly is because you're top of mind. There's been many an opportunity where I've heard back from somebody a few hours later that says, I'm so glad to see your text. I'm just walking into a meeting where I'm talking about the speaker agenda for our corporate retreat. Do you do speaking? I'd love to pitch you. Boom. Now I'm getting pitched in a meeting. Why? Because I'm top of mind as this person is going throughout their workday. Don't underestimate the importance of that. One of the last concepts I'm gonna teach you here today is that we need to be ABG, always be generous, instead of ABC, always be closing. We're helping other people without attachment of anything in return because we realize that most of our opportunities, so to speak, are over the horizon. What this means is that we don't know what's gonna shake out of a connection. We don't know what's gonna shake out of an interaction. If I'm trying to figure out what's in it for me, well, I'm always gonna be fishing, probing, moving on to the next person if I'm talking to somebody that I don't think that can help me. That's gonna be a really awkward feeling for you. It's gonna leave other people feeling burned. But if I go into an event or if I'm at a mixer or talking with someone and I'm trying to think, how can this person help someone else in my network and how can I help them by connecting them with someone else in my network? Well, now you've got massive possibilities opened up. I'm not trying to sell them graphic design services. I'm trying to figure out what their needs are, who I know that might be able to provide those and make introductions to other people inside my network. That way, your network is your value proposition, not your particular business or your technical skill set, right? You're not trying to sell them graphics. You're not trying to sell them web design. You're not trying to sell them social media consulting. You're just trying to figure out who in your network can help them and who they can connect with inside your network. That way, you're building social capital for other people that you know all of the time. And It saves you a lot of time because now you're not making graphics for people or trying to figure out what's in it for you. You're just connecting them to other people in your circle. So again, ABG instead of ABC. Always be generous or always be giving, not always be closing.
Last but not least, I use a lot of systems to keep up with people in my network. I use something called Contactually, which essentially has all of my friends, business contacts, and other people inside what's called a CRM. It's a program, again, called Contactually. And it will remind me when I haven't talked with somebody for 90 days. And I'll go through that every single week and make sure that I'm keeping in touch with people who might not be top of mind. And I'll also use social media feeds. I'll look at Facebook and Instagram. I don't wait for someone to come to me. I don't wait for contactually to remind me. If I see that my friend Justin just had a baby, well, I see that on Facebook. I see that on Instagram. The feed, the algorithm is telling me who has news in their life. Memories and things like that can be a trigger. So what I'll do is instead of clicking like or leaving a comment, I will actually email them, send them a text message if I have their phone number, or even better, call them or see them in person. That way I'm using social media, but I'm actually using it to be more social, not just to engage with them on that particular platform. So in that way, the algorithm does a lot of the work for me and allows me to scale how many people I keep in touch with any given week. And frankly, it makes social media a lot more fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there was a lot here. I hope that that all made sense to you, and I hope that you start those habits, text re-engagement, Gmail roulette, I call that, and ABG. All of these should only take you a few minutes per week. Really, that's how I design this. Once again, this is Jordan Harbinger of The Jordan Harbinger Show and Advanced Human Dynamics. For more networking strategies and systems like this, visit advancedhumandynamics.com slash level one. This is really, really something that I'm very happy to bring to you advancedhumandynamics.com slash level one. It is a free course and it's very important. It's what I wish I knew 10 to 15 years ago. The problem with all this stuff is that we're not able to make up for lost time when it comes to relationships and networking. The number one mistake I see with entrepreneurs, students, and anyone is postponing this stuff and not digging the well before they get thirsty. Once you need that relationship, you are way too late. Again, these drills are designed to take just a few minutes a day. It's the type of habit that we can ignore only at our own peril. This is the stuff I wish I knew a decade ago. It's not fluff. It is crucial. So I hope to see you at advancedhumandynamics.com slash level one and on the Jordan Harbinger Show. Come visit us there. We'll hope to count you as fans soon enough. So come on over because your optimal life awaits.